You are listening to the Legacy Church Student Ministry Podcast. We hope this teaching builds your faith in Jesus and encourages you to share your faith with others. Please enjoy the message. Hey, (laughs) y'all. Guys, acoustic worship nights are literally one of my favorite things ever. Thank you, band, for leading us in such an awesome time of worship. I know I personally felt really connected with God, and I hope the rest of y'all use that time and really worship too. It was amazing. Thanks, band. Um, but anyways, before we get started, I'm going to pray for us, so please pray with me. Lord, you are so, so good, and I'm so thankful that I can be here tonight just worshiping you and entering into that presence. Lord, please um, just Use tonight to teach us something new and to help us, you know, realize something that, about the Easter story that maybe we've never realized before or to see how it impacts our life in a different way, Lord. And I pray that um, we would remember as we're navigating maybe some tough topics or some heavy emotions tonight, Lord, that we're not alone and we have people around us that love us and that care about us and I'm just really glad that I get to be here tonight with these people. So thank you, Jesus. Oh, hey guys, how was your day today? Good, tired, fun, okay, cool. Bad? Oh, I'm sorry. Hope it gets better now that you're here, but. Well, what's your detailed five-year plan for the future? Listen to that silence, y'all. I bet you were not expecting the conversation to get so intense so quick, were you? I said, what's your five-year plan for the future? In detail. Um, Yeah, no, (laughs) you were probably not expecting the conversation to get that intense so quick. You're just sitting there like, "Uh, I didn't come prepared for this. But have you ever had that happen before? You're talking to someone and maybe you're talking to them about like their favorite food or something and then they're like, yeah, that's how people choke and die. They're like, oh, oh, you like brisket? Well, good old Pat, he he died doing what he loved most, just eating brisket and drinking gallons of sweet tea. And you're like, whoa, I was not expecting you to go there, okay. (laughs) But... Maybe that's how you feel about Easter. Like we're here talking about Easter and you think it's all cute bunnies and colorful eggs and then bam, someone suddenly makes the conversation really intense and you're like, okay, for what? Like, you did this for what? It gets intense fast and you walk into a church, they start talking about how Jesus was pierced for our rebellion and beaten so we could be whole and all that. Sam read earlier, what happened to the little chickies and the human-sized rabbit that comes and visits us? Like, oh, he's a rabbit, you know, it's, it's fine. Bunnies don't come that big. There's no way. <laughs> exactly. You're like, there's a giant human-sized rabbit laying eggs and little chickies everywhere, and then suddenly you're talking about this? Well, as night and day as it seems, Easter is actually a celebration of one of the most intense moments in history. See, we're celebrating Jesus' death, 
burial, and resurrection. Some of you have heard the Easter story so many times, you could probably, like, teach it to me better than I'm about to talk to you tonight. You're like, oh, actually, this happened, and then this, and this, and this, and Palm Sunday. Like, you know it top to bottom. But maybe some of you here are hearing it for the first time tonight, and you find it kind of disturbing. Or maybe you're somewhere in between. Either way, we all want to know why did it happen, and how did we get here? So this series is called PRISM. We're in week four of the series called PRISM today. And we've been talking about how people tend to view the death, burial, resurrection, and even life of Jesus from just one angle. Maybe it's the way that you were taught growing up, or the way some TikToker or YouTuber told you about Jesus, or just your grandma was like, this is how it is, and you were like, okay, grandma. You know, like everyone has this idea of Jesus, but the reality is, just like when we shine a light on a prism, we can see things in a way we've never seen before when we take a closer look into the Easter story. Let's take a closer look and shine a light on his death and his burial and his resurrection and all of that, but specifically his death tonight. And let's see what that means for us. Why did Jesus die? Well, some of us who have heard the Easter story before, we probably have an answer. He died because of our sin, or he died so we could go to heaven. Maybe those are some of the answers popping up in your head. That sounds neat, right? You're like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. It's a churchy answer, but let's break it down a little bit. What is sin, and why is sin such a big deal? Sin essentially falls under two categories. First, sin is things we do, say, or think that we know are wrong. It's doing the things that the Bible tells us not to do, or that God tells us not to do. Number two, sin is also the things that we don't do that we know we should. So it's the choice not to do things that the Bible tells us that we should do, or the choice not to do the things that God tells us we do. Well, that still doesn't tell us why Jesus had to die for a sin. You may be thinking, sure, murder is bad, probably, um, but is cheating on a test or lying really that big of a deal? I mean, if these are the ways that we define sin as the things we do say or think that are wrong and the things that we don't do that we know we should, that covers a lot of things. And basically, we're saying we're just all sinning, like, all the time, all of us. And is it really that big of a deal if we're all doing it? Well, sin is a big deal. And it's a big deal because sin always destroys something. Maybe not literally, but figuratively. So a friend hurt you, it fractured the relationship. Someone lied to you, it killed your confidence. A classmate made fun of you, it shattered your self-esteem. A trusted friend talked about you behind your back, now you've got trust issues, and your ability to trust falters. Sin creates a path of destruction everywhere that it goes, and sin always takes something away from someone. It creates distance. 
Maybe that distance is between you and a friend, or you and your parents, or you feel this distance between you and God. It creates this distance. Sin oftentimes hurts us, or it hurts someone else. Maybe you talked badly about a friend behind their back, and they found out, and you didn't mean for them to find out, but now here you are, and your friend is hurt, and then they hurt you in return, and now you're hurt, and you never thought that those words would get back to that friend. Maybe you decided to do something illegal, like rob a store, just something that you think looks really cool and you can't afford it, so certainly it's okay, right? Because you just can't pay for it. But you get caught, and it hurts your eligibility for school scholarships or your ability to do sports. These are just, you know, some of the natural consequences that come from these actions. But sin can hurt you in so many ways. It doesn't just stop there. Sin also has the capability to hurt people that you care about. It hurts friendships, dreams, relationships, your self-worth, your health, anything else that you value most. All sin may not have the same consequences, like murder versus cheating on a test, but you can count on it every single time to destroy, to take, and to hurt. Since we can count on sin to destroy relationships with other people, we can assume that sin will also hurt a relationship with God. So let me be very clear before I get too far into this and say that God's love for you never changes. But sin is sneaky, and when we sin, we can start telling ourselves things that aren't true. Do you ever feel like it's impossible to be good? That God is disappointed in you? Maybe you feel that God is far away, or that God himself may not even be good? Well, because of sin, you may start believing these things. And because of sin, you may think that you can't go to church, that you can't talk to God, or that you've messed up too much for God to love you. Maybe you almost didn't come tonight because you felt that you needed to become a better person or to cut an addiction or work on yourself first before you could come here tonight and be with all of the good Christians. But if that's you tonight feeling like you maybe shouldn't have come before you worked on yourself, like, hear this. I am so, so glad that you are here from the bottom of my heart. And know that you being here, you belong. You belong here, now, just as you are, okay? Because whether it's recent sin or something that we've been struggling with for a while, we can tend to allow our past to hold us back from the relationship that God so desperately longs to have with us. But whatever lies you start believing, you belong here. You always belong here in the presence of God, and he is never creating distance between you. Let's get into this passage of scripture real quick. It's Isaiah 53, 5 through 6. Sam read it earlier, and it says, But Jesus was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole, and he was whipped so we could be healed. All of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. 
that may not sound very reassuring because basically the verse is saying that Jesus died and it's our sins that put him on that cross. Even if we weren't there physically nailing the nails into his hand, physically putting the crown of thorns onto his head, it's because of the things that we've done that Jesus died on that cross. And the thing is, Jesus was perfect. He didn't deserve any of that. And he never once did anything sinful his entire life, yet he bared those sins for us on the cross. Plot twist, the story doesn't end there. The story continues, and our sin condemned and punished Jesus, but Jesus actually prayed while he was on the cross, and he forgave us. In Luke 23, 34a, he says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they're doing. So basically, while he was suffering in the worst ways because of sins that we hadn't even committed yet, but that, you know, we sin all the time. We've, we've covered this. We're all sinning so often, and he suffered for that, even though he was perfect. And our sin should separate us. It should keep us from Jesus. But our sin didn't have the final say. Jesus did. This is the reason Jesus died on the cross, because if it had been anyone else on that cross, we would have been eternally guilty. But because it was Jesus on that cross, we are eternally forgiven. That's why Easter Sunday is so important. And that's worth celebrating. It's a reminder that no matter what we do, Jesus already suffered for the worst things we could ever do. Our worst mistake, regret, our worst thoughts, moments, our worst decisions, none of it has condemned us because we are already forgiven. Your past, all of these mistakes, your past doesn't have to hold you back. Whatever distance you felt between you and God, it doesn't exist. Your past is not a problem for Jesus. Don't think that God doesn't want to have a relationship with you or that you've been disqualified from being used by God. Personally, I have so, so many stories in my life already, and I'm only 22, and I already have so many stories of times that I've tried to say that I couldn't serve in a way that God was calling me to serve because of the things that I'd done in the past. I tried to argue with God. I tried to say, God, I can't serve in that way because of A, B, C, or D, because I felt guilty of my sin. But Jesus already forgave it. I've, I've had um, so many times I've distanced myself from God because I thought that he would be disappointed in me or I thought that he wouldn't love me as much anymore because of my sin or I thought that this sin is just too big to bring to God. I have to keep it inside. I can't, I can't let it out. But if I listen to myself instead of listening to God, I wouldn't be on the stage right now telling you guys that you have been forgiven. And it is because I have learned that I am forgiven because of Jesus dying on that cross that I'm standing here right now tonight telling you that you have been forgiven from all of your sins. And God loves you. He's not too far. I'm sure you could also ask any adult leader in this room for a story where they have felt distance from God and realized through forgiveness that 
God's not that far. And I'm sure any adult in this room would tell you of times that they've felt God calling them to do something and tried to disqualify themselves because of their past. And God looked, did not see a problem, but saw them for who he created them to be. God's calling you loved. God's calling you forgiven. He's not holding you back from anything. Have you accepted that forgiveness? See, this is why Easter is worth celebrating. Because our sins were forgiven on the cross that day, and because of Jesus, our sin is not able to hold us back anymore. You know, not from coming to church. It can't hold us back from coming to church. It can't hold us back from having a relationship with God. It can't hold us back from serving God. Anything. And it's worth celebrating. Are you living your life as if you've been forgiven? Or are you being held back by something? What next steps in your relationship with Christ would you take today if you truly lived like you were forgiven? Talk to me or any other adult leader after service if you're struggling to accept this love and forgiveness or if you're having a hard time living like you've truly been forgiven. But know that your sin is not this weight that is holding you back and chaining you to the ground because Jesus died on the cross and you've been forgiven and you can take off the sin and the shame and follow him. You can have a close relationship with him. So talk to somebody tonight if you're struggling to do that. You are listening to the Legacy Church Student Ministry Podcast. We hope this teaching builds your faith in Jesus and encourages you to share your faith with others. Please enjoy the message. Thank you for listening to the Legacy Church Student Ministry Podcast. To learn more about our mission, meeting times, and more, please follow us on Instagram at legacy underscore students or check out our website at legacychurchtx.com. If you were encouraged by this message, please subscribe, rate us, and consider sharing our channel with a friend. Available anywhere you get podcasts.